0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pro Wrestler Review. I'm John Hastings. Dylan Gotts trying to find a promo. It's dawn, Dylan. We're going. We're fucking going. We're going to run out of time, so we got to go. Um, <laughs> this week, we talk about the Road Warriors, the Legion of Doom, <laughs> that the pride so of Chicago, story. Illinois. Um, Tag team that revolutionized the industry absolutely hated within the wrestling industry when they debuted for the way they were pushed. Uh, well, they were pushed like two Goldbergs. They were s- they, well, they were the first ever people pushed like that Goldberg style of. They are giant fucking monsters. But they were made by kind of like because they used to do those super class shows,
1: and uh, there was one where they did like Memphis versus.
0: No, that's before they were. They were already around before this. Well, they did the fucking. They did the fucking. Uh, Keep talking. Tell your story. <coughs> They did the Jerry the
1: King Lawler thing where, like the pile drivers outlawed. Like it's a move like yeah, 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 you're yeah, out for years if you get pile driven, and he pile drives Hawk and Hawk just stands right back up.
0: Yeah, that was a fa- they would yeah constantly just no sell everything. Uh, the Bruiser famously threatened to fight them in a parking lot, because um, they just beat the dog piss out of them all the time. God, they were fucking awesome. Originally from Minneapolis, they uh, were, they made, you know being super fat, super cool. Originally debuted in Georgia Championship Wrestling uh, under the stable name of the Legion of Doom that consisted of the Road Warriors, Jake the Snake Roberts, the spoiler, Matt Bourne, King Kong uh, Bundy, Arn Anderson, the Iron Sheik, and the original Sheik. Uh, Animal briefly competed as the Road Warrior before uh, Ellering paired him up with fellow Chicagoan uh, Hawk to form the Road Warriors. The stable was short-lived and the name Legion of Doom soon only referred to the Road Warriors as they were the Legion of Doom Road warrior, Hawk, Road warrior, Animal. Uh, ring very interestingly not only served as their manager, but uh, in the ring, but also as the guy that booked their flights and made them get places because one of them was a fucking drug addict. <laughs> His name was
1: Hawk, but uh, he was clearly the best one. Like the pro- he was the best promo guy because Animal, as you could hear, was just what Hawk would, well, wha- wha- and then just Animal, hey, hey, hey you want to fight me? I fight you. Oh, my my brother's weird.
0: Uh it took them less than 6 months to win the uh, NWA National Tag Team Championships uh which they held for more than 3 months while in the Georgia territory. Uh the team quickly rose uh although they caught a lot of heat because no one felt they paid their dues. I think that they were absolutely amazing, especially in contrast to the type of like shoot wrestling style you had, then you had these two fucking Cartoons, monsters yeah. walk in the ring. When did
1: they debut? 80s? 82. 82. Yeah, and that, that's that's very funny too because that's like them that's kind of between them and The Missing Link, that's kind of like the new cartoon style of wrestling. Yeah, it's
0: also very much the time. It's also around this time that, like, um, the so Fabulous... nine
1: years in by the time they get to the vet.
0: Yeah, the Fabulous Freebirds are in uh, Texas. It's this new time of sort of cool, heelish tag teams that yeah. are coming in. 84, they moved to the AWA and had huge fucking issues, because essentially they were just told, like... Uh, and then the yeah, you're going to go in there and take a rear naked choke from the Crusher. <laughs> and they're like, no. They uh, won over squash matches, most famously against the Crusher and Baron Ron Rashty, which was a huge fucking deal, um, both of them being like mega fucking yeah. wrestlers in the territory. But also them- being like legit senior citizens. Yeah, legit fucking mean. free bus pass boys at this point. Yeah. Um, squash matches also included uh, the fabulous ones. And also later, the Freebirds in 84 and 85, they were top draws. Um, They also began splitting their time between the AWA and the NWA, causing heat backstage because Vern Gagne wanted 10% of their NWA checks, and they said, suck all of our dicks. They um, held the AWA belts while also holding the NWA belts, never acknowledged. Um, They eventually lost the AWA titles to Jimmy Garvin and Mr. Electricity, Steve Regal. (laughs) mr electricity uh the road warriors last appearance was in um 1986 at russell stock where they were defeated by garvin and michael hayes in a steel cage match they then went to japan where they had a long and storied history as one of the many americans that came over and just beat the piss out of japanese have you ever seen
1: uh, have you ever seen the origin video that they have no Japan? (laughs) a spaceship crashes into Earth and an Iron Man plays and the Road Warriors come out of a pod. (laughs) It's the greatest thing I've ever Um, seen in They're also
0: one of the few tag team champions that competed both for All Japan and New Japan. Um, Got big contracts from both and made a lot of money. It was actually very controversial because usually you just stayed with one forever because they have to do a lot to put you over. It meant that the giant Baba would have laid down for you or other things that would have happened in New Japan. Um, Well, they're also
1: like like the ultimate territory guys where they were like during the last days where you could work multiple territories and multiple, um, organizations, they would, uh, yeah, they basically got their six months of being put over, they were super over, and then they were like, well, let's fucking make some goddamn money.
0: Shut up, you're fat, and then they just got the fuck out of there.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, you can't really overestimate how, what kind of, like, a force they were and what kind of... How they changed the wrestling business, really?
0: Uh, it's an absolutely, it's an unparalleled style. No one really does what they do in terms of um, before they did it.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. And they had that, like, still the best fucking, one of the best fucking.
0: The stuff. devastation device was brutal because Doomsday actually. What was the? D- who had the devastation device? Me. Is that what you call your dick? Yeah. Yo, Johnny, you got a big dick, man. <laughs> Johnny Pell, I'm guesting on the podcast while Dylan got closes the door so we can talk more about the Legion of Doom. Here's the thing with the Legion of Doom that I think can't be stressed. This is also the best way that they've ever booked big men in terms of wrestling. For the longest time, they were just undefeated to the point that, unlike Goldberg, unlike Brock Lesnar, where they had to show weakness at a certain point, they never really, up until when the, the New Age outlaws fucking shaved their heads in 1998, we're talking a fucking solid 16 years of unparalleled fucking we're gonna go in the ring and we're gonna smash him. Shut up, you're fat. And then being brought
1: into, brought into every company as like, holy fuck. Yeah. Like, and and at a time when it was like you believed
0: either one of them could just win the world title. I mean, more Hawk. I, you. Hawk, yeah. Anytime Hawk was in the ring, you were like, "Fuck, this guy is good." And they had him, re- like Rick Flair, had him uh, wrestled Hawk a bunch of times during the Great American Bash tour in the late '80s, and constantly talked about how that guy should have left the um, the tag team at one point and could have been like a Shawn Michaels style. The reason why they didn't is Hawk had intense personal problems. He was just a massive drug addict. Yeah, he was. A- personal
1: uh, problems is like, uh one, and my I'm-
0: mom's relationship
1: isn't good. It's not like. <laughs> Uh, crack cocaine is how I get up. Crack cocaine
0: is how I go to bed. I think one of the more interesting things they did was how they were going to do a Japanese tour. They were in the midst of a program at the Midnight Express, and then the Midnight Express um, pushed them off a stage, (laughs) injuring them. But that was the only way you could do it, was it had to be a super strong injury style. They do that. They go to Japan for the tour. They come back, and their promo is them standing on a fucking fire escape, and they throw pumpkins off of it, saying that's going to be the Midnight Express's head. And that leads to the Skywalkers match. We bring this up because it has one of my favorite moments in wrestling. Also, you got to watch that match. It is so fucking bad. A couple of things that they adjusted where the, uh, the height of it. They actually made it taller than it was originally supposed to be because of a lighting rig. Then coming out was the Midnight Express and uh, the uh, Road Warriors. The Midnight Express basically just lie down on the fucking uh, scaffolding and get pushed off by the fucking um, Road Warriors. Um, then they chase Jim Cornette up the scaffolding who then falls off and is supposed to be caught by Bubba Rogers instead just lands on his knees which uh, Bubba (laughs) Rogers, who's Ray Trailer very early on, this is discussed in the Big Boss Man episode so we'll gloss over it, but basically he's lying in the middle of the ring and Jim Cornette's trying to tell him that his knees are hurt so he's going, I'm shooting, I'm shooting and Bubba Rogers wouldn't touch him because he thought he said, I'm shitting. (laughs) I'm (laughs) shitting. (laughs) And then uh, apparently Big Bubba leaves the
1: fucking... I didn't know this, but apparently he left after that match. Uh, not after that, but shortly after that match, because he got up on the scaffold too, and is and they shorted him half on his pay, and he was like, "Fuck this, I'm not." Doing
0: Good that. for him. He's the boss. Anyway, um, yeah, Legion of Doom, fucking amazing. Um, I think argue. I think one of the my favorite tag team of all time. I'm gonna say it. Really. I Love them. Fucking love them. I I, s- I'm
1: partial to it's another episode we do, but the, the Dudleys, mm. just because the Dudleys are far more, they're far more like uh, what do you want to say? They're more versatile because the Dudleys can, the Dudleys can be the brawlers, the Dudleys can be the power guys, the Dudleys can be comedy they can be whatever like they're just more far more complete pro wrestlers than the legion of doom who are just basically two bodybuilders who like walk no sell a punch
0: you can also get sympathy out of the dudleys you know what i yeah. mean you can put the dudleys in a submission move you can't put the legion of doom in a submission move because they'll just be like guess what clothesline ah, ha, ha. <laughs> guess what clothesline Oh what a rush of cocaine to yeah. my buddy. Uh, also great use of Paul Ellering as a manager because it was weird that they put them with a the manager even though they could kind of talk and then Paul Ellering couldn't really talk very well. <laughs> like his, he was like I am the genesis of the origin. I am the dragon who's wearing a cape. Oh my god, just all his
1: promos. I was reading the Wall Street Journal oh, was- <laughs> and I can read
0: These guys can't. (laughs) We'll be in the (laughs) ring. Here's a puppet. The weirdest thing is the idea of this. They are two men who wear spiked pads, and they are given a manager who wears a kimono, is known as Pretty Paul Ellering, and he reads the Wall Street Journal. Um, (laughs) Other exciting (laughs) moments are they then turn heel, they turn back and forth heel and face. Their biggest uh, uh, heel turn was when they turned on Dusty Rhodes And drove a spike into his eye on national television, which led them almost being kicked off of Ted Turner's cable. And Ted Turner himself had to save it because all of the fucking um, businessmen involved were like, "No, gone too far." There's a they just blinded a fat man at seven o'clock on a Saturday evening. (laughs) Well, they yeah, well, what they did they they
1: legit stabbed him under the eye like uh, just above the eye yeah so
0: it just bled like crazy
1: like it was but it was like make the mistake it was a uh, stabbing like yeah if you watch the footage they stab him and dusty's like baby stab me again yeah
0: you want to talk about hard times i have no eye <laughs> <laughs>
1: dusty Rhodes is one of those guys who is just like oh that just looks like my uncle what happened to his forehead like it's just fucking, like, you touch that thing, and he starts bleeding. You
0: show a photo of Dusty Rhodes at any era, and then you say, and he's a professional athlete, and it's just meant with, well, that's because wrestling's fake. <laughs> well, that's
1: the funny thing about uh, Dusty, is when he lost all the weight shortly before he passed, or he lost a lot of weight, He, you could see his forehead, and it's like... His, the fat on his head almost like lengthened, like it stretched out all the scars. So yeah, but went... like when when he lost all the weight, it's just like all the scars collapsed. So it was just like, oh, this man has scars. Like this is just a scar man.
0: Well, it's weird because even Ric Flair's starting to get that now, where you could because forever you couldn't see all the blading marks. Well, there was that's and the... now you really can.
1: Well, that's the thing where uh, with Flair where. They did the they did that first blood match and like towards the death of WCW between him and Hogan. Yeah. And uh, oh, and uncensored. And they had the to first switch blood it match up. that ends in a submission for some reason. Well, because they had to switch it because I forget who was supposed to go over, but they basically opened up. No, I think Flair opened up. Flair opened up. Uh, like with like Hogan like punched him and it just like he had so much scar tissue from blading that he just opened up and they're like okay well we got to change the finish now because
0: <laughs> oh my god fucking WCW it's just an abomination Um, Road Warriors eventually end, uh, end up in the Federation they go after Demolition for more information on that you can listen to our Demolition episode they debut very super strong essentially just stalking Demolition around um, leading to a great finish at the end of a match which is that they're hunting for them, hunting for them. They have a best of two or three falls. Demolition versus the Heart Foundation at SummerSlam 91, I believe. And uh, the Road Warriors come out at the end of that match. And just by standing in the ring, the crowd goes so crazy that Demolition gets distracted and then gets the heart attack. Boom. Heart Foundation, new champions. Road Warriors, Demolition go into a feud. A great way to build a feud that is tag team based, but not around the tag team champions. Something that they need to do more of in the fucking Federation, always, is build stronger tag teams. Because fuck do they hate making tag teams. It. And it's so important. Look at the Edge and Christian um, Dudley boys, Hardy boys feud. That created so many world champions. And yet they are so resonant to do it. The New Day, currently as of this record very big for the first time those three wrestlers are kind of getting over but because there's no depth in the uh, tag team division there's no way that those guys are going to go anywhere forward at all they're just going to be that jokey weird heel for a bit and then move on possibly with trumpets
1: <laughs> well you never know maybe they'll turn face and feud with the Wyatts or something I'll i feud mean with your wife
0: babe nice. um so the road warriors are now in the fed very very big deal going around beating the piss out of each other they have a great wrestlemania moment where they just come out and cut a crazy promo on the natural disasters the loudest pop of that entire uh pay-per-view by the way is they come out on motorbikes and that's where they debut paul ellering and it's put over so well by the commentators because they don't say his name until he gets in the ring it's just bobby heenan freaking out going do you know who that is gorilla and gorilla's going no I don't. He's like, oh my god, you not like, oh my god, oh yeah. my god.
1: Heenan, so like, I mean, we'll say this a million times, but Heenan is like one of the fucking best color commentators. I,
0: I would have loved to have heard Jim Ross, Bobby Heenan as a, a team. Imagine that was the attitude of fucking fucking, um, uh, broadcast team. Holy mother of fuck! Like, how amazing that would have been. I think Jerry Lawler was good. Jerry enough. Lawler was spectacular. Yeah, but it would be like. It's the difference of this is that Jerry Lawler was good, but Jerry Lawler basically played a pervert next to Jim Ross. <laughs> but you needed that. He you was, did. But imagine it's Bobby Heenan who. Just he was s- the
1: Roman chorus. He was saying what every thirteen-year-old boy was thinking. Like oh, when he would just yes, say like, weird tits. Yeah. Like looking <laughs> back on it, everyone had such weird tits.
0: Well, it was essentially, it was like Jim Ross is this stoic journalist, and next to him is a man in wrestling gear. Not Let's not forget this. <laughs> yeah. Jerry Lawler did commentary for the first 10 years in full wrestling gear. Yeah,
1: just about to wrestle, but never did.
0: Yeah, in a blazer and wrestling gear, just ready to go just in case. Just <laughs> flown in from Memphis, had two Twinkies and eight Cokes. Let's do this.
1: Just texted a 16-year-old who wants to fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You th- how awkward must that have been for Jim Ross, a man who only has daughters, sat next to a guy <laughs> who loves some young pussy?
1: Oh, my God. Well, the thing about Jerry Lawler is if you watch anything on him, you're just kind of like, wow, this guy's really, like, cool. Like, where he's just, like, he's so, like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just kind of like a naturally, like, character naturally evolved and like, honestly, this kind of, like, pervert guy. And then Vince really liked it, so I just kept on doing it. Uh, but I really like drawing, actually. Um and like all this stuff like yeah. you know and he just comes off as such a likable person then you read into his uh his life he's like oh he divorced Miss Kitty because she turned twenty yeah <laughs> and he's like uh you what they say two a uh, no can do <laughs> 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 T- fifteen me um, loves fifteen no rhyme for that one.
0: I'm weird. <laughs> um, so the Road Warriors, WrestleMania 8, they're going into this very big push leading to them facing the natural natural disasters. For those who don't remember the natural disasters, this was the beginning of Vince McMahon's um, what I like to call fat period, where he would just put belts on the fattest guys and basically you can't <laughs> knock them down because they're fat.
1: <laughs> hey, Earthquake, Earthquake was... Uh...
0: Earthquake genuinely fat, Typhoon the poor fuck. Was the shock master, showed up in the ring as tugboat, and they were like, "Ah, put on a bunch of weight, now you're fat. Shut up. (laughs) You're
1: fat. Yeah. No, well, I mean, the natural disasters were great, for my eyes, um, and they revolutionized what happens when fat kids get bullied.
0: Yeah, you sit on your bullies. I definitely did it. I I could just sit on them. I broke a kid's retainer when I was 10.
1: Cause you sat on. I them.
0: gave him a yokus. St- uh, <laughs> <soul. laughs> you gave a bonsai I drop. You gave a fucking bonsai drop off of a bench. My, <laughs> friend Paul- <laughs> my friend Paul will never forget it. He just comes back from lunch and he just sees me come off a fucking bench under this guy's chest. Then <laughs> later that guy claimed I broke his retainer and he told his dad and my the dad called my mom threatening to sue and my mom was like, "You can get fucked." Oh, I hate when people threaten to sue. I hate when parents stick I'm up for their bully kids. Sue you. <laughs> Who was that?
1: Uh, that was Bubba Ray Dudley. I'm gonna
0: s- 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 sue you. Um, LOD. Now we're uh, after WrestleMania, it's building towards Summer Sam in uh, Wembley. Summer Sam. Summer Summer Sam. Things go a little askew at this moment. What happens, Dylan? They get a puppet added to them (laughs) named Rocco that, according to Bret Hart and a few other sources, drove Hawk... Insane. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I could see him doing enough drugs where he thinks the puppet is real. Like people
0: apparently like he'd be in the back a bit drunk, being like, fuck you, Rocco. Fuck you.
1: <laughs> a really fun thing is when appara- I read up on uh if you read on Hawk's most wasted matches, basically, shoot <laughs> interviews, you can read up on there's the fucking demolition. I think they win the titles from Demolition, and Hawk is so wasted in the ring, and you can watch for this. He, They do the doomsday device, and then Hawk just immediately goes to the front rope, uh, to the top rope, because he thinks that means the match is, like, he thinks it's like boxing rules, or it's a TKO if I can win. <laughs> and then he, hey, hey, who wants to suck it? I think he's supposed, to, uh, he's supposed to cover him, but then animal's like, oh, fuck it, he just covers him, and Hawk's like, yeah, <laughs> what a uh, it's coke on my cock, I gotta get the coke under my cock. Like, and, um, and but that was, but it almost worked, because it was just like, the walk-off home run, where it's just like, this is fucking, over, baby. Turn out the, lo- the thing with, but once they get to the Fed, this is a really important thing, but once they get to the Fed, Hawk used to look, like, like s- s- super jacked. Like, Hawk had, like, oh one my of God. the best it- looks ever in the 80s. The two of them in the, the 80s, get- they looked fucking terrifying. Well, because the thing is, they're fucking massively, like, they're massively juiced up, and they look fucking awesome. And then, basically, Hawk, uh, Animal keeps his shit sorted out, and Hawk is just like... By nineteen, I think it's like nineteen. I don't know if when he got to the Fed, but by the time they get to the Fed, Hawk is like old man body. Yeah, like the definition goes whiskey, away. Whiskey, whiskey, coke,
0: whiskey, horse and sluts. He goes from a V. He water, goes from a rush. V
1: to just like a, a U. Yeah, <laughs> to a U. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And then
0: it's just like, but they're still booking them the same. Yeah, so but then it worked. It fucking worked. Like, yeah. Then at SummerSlam ninety one, Hawk. Just disappears. <laughs> they can't find him for days. But he hooks up with some Hell's Angels in London and they can't find him for a long time.
1: Loud and proud, baby.
0: Like, people are searching for him. The cops are called. They don't know where he is. That effectively ends uh, Legion of Doom in the Fed. That was his way of quitting the company. Yeah. Because he was so frustrated with the direction they were going in. Animal leaves in solidarity, even though he didn't really need to, and they would have kept him. And uh, he uh, Hawk goes to Japan, I believe, and revives the Power Warriors. So it's just him and a Japanese guy when they have the blue...
1: Sasaki. He revives the Power Warriors because Animal's injured, and then Animal comes back and they join WCW. But the nope. uh, the other thing I just thought of yo, yo, yo. is a, a thing that made them very popular, which is bizarre. Is this is that you have to understand? 1991 is when the Ninja Turtles are really popular, and uh, they basically like Animal looks like um looks like Bebop. Yeah, he does. He looks a lot like Bebop. Yeah, he from fucking the Ninja does. Turtles. Yeah, that's why I loved Animal. I loved Animal as a kid because I'm like, it's like I get to cheer finally for Bebop and Rocksteady, who I loved. Yeah, they were great. Yeah, and the uh, and the, one of the greatest drug ideas in pro wrestling history is uh, Hawk. Animal talks about this, but and he doesn't mention drugs, but for sure it's on drugs. Where uh, Hawk talks about how they should have fucking cool hairstyles, and Animal's like, I don't really want to do that, man. He's like, No, man, you get a mohawk, and I'll have like a double mohawk. So it's like we plug into each other's hair. That was it, yeah. Because that's why Animal had the two on the side and the mohawk in the middle. Because Animal was just like, yeah, man, well, you should, like, you get the normal haircut because this is my idea. But I'll walk around with two separate mohawks on my head. A hundo. And they did for most of their lives. Yeah, you think about that. Like how Snitsky, I mean, I feel so bad for Snitsky because he had a good look and whatever. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. Sometimes you kick a woman, break <laughs> a woman. Sometimes you do your finishing move only to a woman's <laughs> stomach. Oh, God. Um, but Snitsky, did you know this? Th- months before Snitsky got uh, fired from the Fed, he paid to have his teeth artificially yellowed, and then they fired him. He was like, "Okay, cool. We'll run with this. Like, I can be, I can be creepy as fuck. I'll get my feet teeth artificially yellowed." Oh. And then they were like, "Cool." Go away. <laughs> like, uh, you know, that's like that's like if you're like, I'm gonna break up with this girl oh, and she's like I brought lingerie and you're like, sweet, wear it tonight. Okay, cool. And she brings lingerie like we we're seeing other people. She's like, Oh, and, and you're like, Yeah, right now. Yeah. Door close. <laughs> like it's just goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I have no heart. Yeah. Like at least give I mean, I don't know, I guess it is what it is. You can't like extend the guy like, Well, he did pay to have his teeth worsened.
0: <laughs> Listen. We're, we just need to fucking speed up to the part where Animal ditches that loser hawk and teams up with Heidenreich. Because that's the
1: <laughs> best part. Oh, he ditches him by him dying?
0: Whatever he has to do, man.
1: Ditch from death. Um, but yeah, like they, they, they certainly have one of the best fucking looks, and the road war, like them taking the the shit, the only the cool shit from the road warriors, like the road warrior movie. Yeah, like the fucking shoulder pads were so sick.
0: Yeah, no implied sodomy constantly. (laughs) Just no rough desert anal sex. That that movie's really just like,
1: I off. I would have loved a scene the road warriors in the attitude era or like not in the, attitude era, well, but in the attitude era they were in the attitude era no but i mean in ecw the where they're like oh god hawk you know how you're on cocaine you're allowed to swear <laughs> ah, ah well it's gonna be me and don marie and i'm gonna
0: come until she bleeds out her stupid ass well well
1: She's going to get my dick whether she's wet
0: or not. Chicago.
1: Cocaine. I'm going to do cocaine right now. Polly, get out here. I want to do it off your whale body. Oh, You're a whale and I'm fuck whales. You're a soft pig. You're a pig. Polly, you're a little pig. Squeal for me, Jew pig. Tell him, animal. (laughs) Tell him, animal? We're going to get a ring. <laughs> He's still going to do that 80s. Role. We're going to get a ring. We're facing Dudley boys. Okay. <laughs> Bubba, you're pretty soft, too. And Devon, you're the wrong
0: color. wow oh, what a rush. Okay. So they f- get fired from WCW because Eric Bischoff and quote goes,
1: I'm going to piss on Jazz because she's <laughs> not a person in two ways to me. <laughs> oh, for two. That's what I call Jazz. <laughs>
0: It's amusing. Listen to people that I don't agree with existing, and she is a person I don't agree with <laughs> existing. <laughs> Again, the thing you need to remember is that Eric Bischoff, in the height of the Dungeon of Doom era, fired the Legion of Doom because he didn't feel they were a believable gimmick in the 1990s WCW.
1: I mean, that I don't think was a bad idea.
0: Yeah, but you can't be like unbelievable. Hang on one second. Yeah, Kevin, all right, is the plastic... The plastic cave is built? Yeah, we can't get a a great white tiger. No, we'll just claim that a a white man with no French accent is Andre the Giant's son? Yeah, great. Yeah, I'll get Kamala. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I'm still paying the Iron Sheik. No, I don't. Yeah, no, he's still being paid. Okay, good. Yeah, all right. Yeah, nothing (laughs) nothing in this. Oh, yeah, so you got two monster trucks, and we're going to do this weird thing where they push each other off of a roof and imply that the giant can't be killed? Yeah, good. All right. Yeah, talk to you. All right, love you, (laughs) bye. Hang on. Mine coming in. Uh, Hawk Animal, yeah, you guys just don't sell clotheslines, so that's crazy. (laughs) Get out.
1: But I understand from... All right, this is the funny thing is that is a standalone good decision, like, from a budgeting perspective in a place where they did not care about budgets, which is bizarre. Yeah, I understand their point in terms of... Like, their point, like, bring in, yes, bring in the Legion of Doom, bring in the Road Warriors... Which, by the way, is too amazing. Like, in the Vince McMahon owns your gimmick era, to have two names that you can go to is fantastic. Like, we talked in a pre- previous or later episode, I have no idea where we're putting any of these up, about the Dudleys and how the Dudleys... The Dudleys will come out before. got this. their They got their copyright taken from them when they went to the Fed, and then they had to become Team 3D when they wanted to leave. Yeah, And... Now and then they're fucked, right? Yeah. But the Road Warriors, the Legion of Doom, have two names that can work wherever.
0: Yeah, so they were the Road Warriors always in WCW and then the Legion of Doom, Road Warrior Hawk, Road Warrior Animal in WWF. Yeah. Brilliant. Then they go back to the Fed, which leads to the reason why the New Age Outlaws were put over so hard. In we are looking at this point, it's about nineteen ninety seven. So you're looking at fifteen years of unprecedented domination. And the legion, and then of like
1: going to. You have to understand that no one like the Legion of Doom. When they exit WCW, the storyline is these guys can almost beat Sting and Lex Luger, which is like, oh, uh, Stone Cold and The Rock have formed a tag team, and these guys believably can almost beat them. Yeah, like they never have. They never job to Mid Carters, and when they're and even your last time you see them in the WWF, they're teaming with the Ultimate Warrior as the like equal of the Ultimate, Ultimate Warrior. Warrior. Yeah, like they are main eventers who just never broke up a tag team.
0: Yeah, they're the fucking cats meow, but yeah. they never got served cream.
1: And there's such an amazing like that's the that's the thing that wrestling's that's not missing right now, but it's like you have a three hour raw and you're not dedicating like combined an hour to like just having just throw two guys out there and their tights match. And they're a tag team. Yeah, like it's so simple. Take two guys that's like are kind of good. You can like. What's,
0: they, y- what's your name? I'm Shock. What's your name? Value. It's Shock Value.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the shocking deals. Here's yeah. a deal: A DDTs are free today.
0: <laughs> yeah. Guess what? This suplex is fifty percent off. <laughs> you dick. Oh now.
1: yeah, yeah. Circumcisions after the match. Uh,
0: don't act like that's not been pitched. Oh, for sure. Vince was like.
1: What if we had a rabbi and he circumcises people with his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) He sucks their dicks too He sucks their dicks too hard and then their their foreskin comes off. Oh my
0: god. Who else is aroused? I am. He's Uh, chewing
1: the foreskin. That's what the rabbi does. Oh
0: my god.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You out there, you're chewing my foreskin. I don't like
0: that rabbi. What do you want from me? I'm Barry Horowitz. <laughs> oh, you know what? I was about to say. You're going to play Barry
1: Horowitz's theme song?
0: No, I was about to just check. Barry so Horowitz's
1: it. theme song is literally. Racism is the best. We We like to racism. So, yeah, that's what it was. So the New Age Outlaws on
0: October the 7th, 1997 defeated... Oh, no, it was in November ninety seven. Defeated the Legion of Doom in this super shocking match, where basically the a New Age Outlaws cheated constantly, just barely never got caught by the referee. Um, then um, and Jim Ross did a
1: great thing too. I remember one specific match against the Headbangers, with the where they smoked the Headbangers with their like uh, radio. Yeah. With their like double stack radio they had, and. Uh, and this Jimbrons is, new age goes age, this nuts. is new Yeah, and the and outlaws go they go nuts. And that's the other thing, like whereas lower mid card tag team is the headbangers. Like the headbangers get to this point where they're almost the champions. Yeah, but And never. then they get slotted into a feud with the outlaws. And the outlaws um and the outlaws would cheat to win. Like they don't have a finishing move. But they're no. t ta- they're a tag team without a finishing move. And and just the way they like Billy Gunn was... It was a really good booking of the age Outlaws up until they like left.
0: Oh, my God. They were fucking amazing. They threw people into PA systems treat them with chairs, and then at the end, they knock out Animal, and Animal's literally laying dead in the middle of the ring, and they shave the mohawk off of Hawk's head. They disappear for a while, and now we begin to descend into the most weird part of the new age outlaw or the legion of doom's career they return as lod 2000 hawk still has personal problems and is a bit of a dick they have cool helmets and wicked new pads um hawk not lighting liking that threw his helmet into the ring one night or threw the helmet into the crowd one night at a uh, match um slowly gets back to his old habits is difficult to control sunny at this point was originally their manager she then leaves at uh, some point
1: But is Sonny still doing that gimmick of, like, I go wherever the, like...
0: No, this is afterwards, because they didn't ever have the belts as LOD 2000. Because very quickly... Sonny was so hot. Right? Um, Because very quickly, LOD then is joined by Draws. Under Puke. uh, Under Puke, and he becomes their third, basically because everyone in the back was like, there ain't no way we're trusting this fucking disaster to show up at every match, so fuck it um make two um we're just gonna put a third with him and it's slowly uh hawk then on television begins acting like he's on drugs even though he was actually on drugs and uh draws then becomes the um, the new member of the lod with animal with hawk sort of so um, um playing like an auxiliary role which leads to hawk committing attempted suicide on Raw by jumping off the Titantron, and then it's revealed that Draws was the pusher man all along. And
1: then Draws he Breaks his neck because D'Lo Brown sky-highs him badly.
0: Yeah. And uh, basically what we're saying is don't fuck with the Legion of Doom because if they can't get you in the ring, they'll pay a black man to do it. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. But that's the thing
1: about... Uh, I say that's the thing so much I've become aware. Anyway... Um it's, it uh, was never going to work, obviously, because it's like the fucking New Midnight Express. It's like the new anything, like you can't just put two thousand and then it's just a thing, you know. Yeah, so and this, uh, again, this is if really if you're Vince- not a
0: kid at that time, you don't understand that. At one point, you literally like people are like, "It will be the twenty first century, ha <laughs> ha!" Like everyone had a giant orgasm at this time, and just everything went, being two thousand was the coolest thing, yeah, the coolest thing like it was it it was all anyone could do uh to not discuss the fact that it was like year two thousand y two k y two k y Y2, two y Y2, two y two k yeah it was like. It was the yeah, first way to talk not it even was close first? to the microphone, by the way. Well, it was that the was fucking fantastic. It was You f- are not a broadcast journalist. You, my friend, are the Lord Alfred Hayes of this podcast. You know who I am? Bobby the brain heenan, you humanoid. Uh-huh. Did you hear
1: what they used to do with Lord what Lord Alfred Hayes used to do? As like a hazing
0: tactic? Just in the put Oklahoma. his dick on people's faces or something like that?
1: No, it was you would tag with Lord Alfred Hayes and then he'd be like you need to build up to Lord Alfred Hayes Let have a standoff and Lord Alfred Hayes will be like, they'll have a standoff and they're really into Lord Alfred Hayes versus the other guy, mm-hmm. so what they'll do, so you have to no-look tag him. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah. and then they would go no-look tag and just, <laughs> Lord Alfred Hayes' dick would be out. You would just <laughs> grab his dick <laughs> and then he would be like,
0: oh, Coliseum Video Exclusive! I'm coming! (laughs) Did you know, um, so Lord Alfred Hayes... Coliseum Video
1: Exclusive! Are there any fifteen-year-olds? I like it when the bananas are green! (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) Sometimes the pistachios... (laughs) I like it when the figs still have the leaves! (laughs) Sometimes the pistachios that are hardest to open are the most rewarding. I believe that about women too! Think about what I just said, and please don't submit me to the cops. Is that a really good Lord Alfred
0: Hayes? (laughs) No. Really? I thought I was hitting it. No, you're fucking awful at everything.
1: I have a boner. Oh, I have a boner. Yeah, well, and then Hawk, and then they try and bring him back in 2003. Mm Mm-hmm. They fizzle out. Did they go to WCW after this?
0: John? No, 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 no. No? Uh, so after they all sort of, uh, LOD 2000, then Hawk has to go to rehab again. Because they, like, kind of ride
1: out the, and and I mean. They ride out the, uh, they basically, like. They, they ride out the cartoon era of wrestling. Do, now, my question is, them. They appear at various independent. Um, uh, but they ind- didn't Hogan themselves, you know what I mean? Like cuz to be honest since all right so since the uh fed era where they finally come in their their popularity is waning the whole time no
0: oh yeah they're just not the, the style doesn't work anymore they're much older it's not nearly as interesting they also never rejuvenated that was a big point that Kevin Sullivan made in a shoot interview that I thought was the best which is the issue with the road warriors is that it was like he was like it's like seeing a band they always just played their hits in the same order every time So he's like, you just needed two years where they split up or one was injured, but they stayed somewhere. The problem is, is they would always leave when one was hurt and the other one would just go somewhere else. So you never saw them not together, not doing the exact same thing. And it just built up like it was more of the same. And it was also in the Attitude Era. I don't think they would have worked because they were so cartoony. Like you couldn't have like fucking... These two guys are from Parts Unknown versus a pimp and his friend who has a sex addiction.
1: I think think you could, just because Vince McMahon's character was essentially during the Attitude Era. um, This is how the company should be run. So he could have, he could totally have, and I mean, this is granted if... Basically, if Hawk kept in shape, because Animal always looked kind of in good shape. Yeah, he just always had a Even when they came back
0: in 2003, in
1: 2003 even, I mean, watch the clip before the podcast, he still looked good. Like, his his chest started to look like my chest. I won't say that, but he's also a 50-year-old man, you know? But Hawk is just like he's just he just has the fucking body of like a dad who would sit you down, pour you a drink, and talk about how he used to play football. You're
0: going to be a little gun shy working with them ever because it's legitimate. Like in the world of wrestling, they take, they just take. And also in the world of wrestling, everyone discusses who is the biggest fuck up. Hawk. Like no, it's not even any thoughts. And like he's in a company with Jake the Snake Roberts, and he's the
1: guy who is like this guy is a problem. and Jake the the Snake is like. Showing up drunk every
0: day. And also, the thing with the Road Warriors is they had a reputation. Any of the old school guys didn't like them because of the way they were pushed initially and then also the way they behaved. Like, famously, on their way out of the NWA, they were not supposed to put the Midnight Express over because the Midnight Express were in the doghouse because Jim Cornette kept yelling at Turner executives and calling them yeah. fucking idiots and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So they weren't allowed to win matches on television. And the Road Warriors just kept laying down to them. And they were like, would you stop doing that? It's. We're trying to punish these guys, and they're like, ah, what a rush, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> what a rush to be a dick for no reason. And yeah, that was also the issue. And I think that as much as their in-ring work was amazing, you can definitely see that they were very much colored with the way that people felt. They One of them behaved in their extracurricular activities if from a purely business standpoint especially at a later age you're not going to put an aged drug addict at the top of your company i think in the attitude era now that i think about it, how they could have worked is they could have been used like the boss man which is two goons so you don't have them in the spiky shoulder pads anymore and the face paint because that's what the fans wanted basically is that nostalgia factor you just have them in black t-shirts and black jeans just beating the piss out of each other as sort of like corporate heavies would have been a good way to use them but we're getting into fantasy booking and no
1: but that's I'm, I'm just saying given no drug addiction there is a way to use them
0: yeah i actually agree even though originally i said that that wasn't true
1: and they took two years three years off because of uh animals injury and then hawk worked. yeah he hurt his pussy <laughs>
0: favorite thing about the road warriors
1: <laughs> i mean you just, i mean think we've said it a million times uh they their look like Coolest tag team look probably ever. Really revolutionized tag team wrestling from that perspective. And pro wrestling. Without the Road Warriors, there is no Sting. No Ultimate Warrior, who's basically a ripoff of a... He's just another Road Warrior. Yeah, he's like a surfer Road Warrior. Yeah, he's a surfer Road Warrior. Uh, What a
0: rush I got from riding that wave.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so their look, unquestionably. Worst thing, I mean, in-ring. But they didn't have to be good. Really?
0: I didn't think their in-ring work was that bad i was going to say favorite it's, thing also promos. There's two bodybuilders, man. I, I, I personally for me, I'm going to say uh worst thing would be um just to reiterate
1: your best thing was promos.
0: No, uh, no best thing is uh, in, uh is look. I'm agreeing with you. Their okay. best thing was their look. I would say their worst thing would be in the cartoon era how they were allowing themselves to be presented on the motorcycles With the whole fucking... Oh, we didn't even fucking get into the whole thing where Paul Ellering turned on them with D.O.A. And Paul Ellering's gimmick was he read the internet. Oh, we gotta go back. (laughs) That was so fucking awful. I forgot about that. I'm turning on you because these men who are about four years younger than you are the future. I've read the internet. com. (laughs) And just to reiterate, Hawk
1: trying to be fucking in the Attitude Era was the fucking funny... Just a bunch of
0: dingle berries oh i i will actually say no you no know, the worst thing hawk committing suicide off the titantron that was so uncomfortable to watch because it was done so badly well because it was like vince trying to be
1: like finally i have another drug addict to that jake the snake gimmick again yeah because <laughs> remember what, yeah him in feuding with jerry the king lawler and jerry being like have a drink have a drink mm. have a fucking drink fuck jerry the king lawler was a great heel
0: <laughs> so great When he was feuding with Roddy Piper and he just brought this sniveling weasel out. You don't remember that? During the King's Court? Oh, it was awesome. Fuck, he was great. So great. Um, I love The Legion of Doom. This was a really fun podcast. This one flew by. It flew by like so many cums out of my dick. Okay, now I'm so sorry. (laughs) Let's talk about, very briefly... Uh, your worst thing about the Road Warriors would be their in-ring. My worst thing would be the suicide. Let's quickly talk about the pissing on the grave, which was they get, they put Heidenreich with fucking Animal and brought them out as the Legion of the Doom briefly. Yeah. And then, if even more briefly, they had Animal just compete as the Road Warrior dressed as a leather daddy coming to the ring. <laughs> it was so uncomfortable.
1: They tried to have Animal alone a couple times. But the thing was, they never got, like, if he anyone here, I'm sure anyone's listening to this has played the video games where you're like, oh, I'll be the Road Warriors. And then you realize that Hawk's finishing move is a neck breaker and
0: Animals is a power slam.
1: Not fun to play in video games. That might be that might be number, that might be the worst thing. My new worst not, thing.
0: Not, but, yeah, but again, tag teams, they didn't really think about the tag teams, did they?
1: Yeah, but Devon always had, Devon had like a, he had a reverse DDT. Bubba had the, Bubba had the diamond cutter. Uh,
0: The Bubba Cutter, you mean?
1: The Bubba Cutter. And uh, he used to do the Implant Bubba Cutter, which actually looked amazing in ECW, but...
0: I just, again, there's a, there's a lot of positives to the Road Warriors, yeah. not a ton of negatives. Uh, an absolutely revolutionary tag team. I don't think that you would see the Goldberg style or anything else without them. Uh, an absolute brainchild of Kevin Sullivan. He was the big pusher for them, came up with a lot of their style. Although never, use, never was put in a gimmick with them, even though he would have been perfect when he was a Satan worshiper. And they could have been his loyal minions of the dark.
1: But they just never did it. Kevin Sullivan is responsible for a lot of the cartoonization of wrestling?
0: Oh yeah, he's uh, a fucking whack job.
1: In in both the good and bad way.
0: Yeah, he's one of those things where but you don't talk about
1: Kevin like I we'll do a Kevin Sullivan episode, but you don't talk about the positives Kevin Sullivan did. You just talk about like the Dungeon of Doom and then and then the <laughs> the greatest conspiracy theory of all time that he did
0: it all. <laughs> um, by the way, he talks about that on a uh, podcast with Jim Ross about that and how he's like maybe really sad. Like he's like it was my wife, and like I knew that family. Yeah, and like I couldn't leave my house because like people were camped out on my lawn, being like, "Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah." Like the paparazzi went after him, his, because he had kids from a previous marriage that knew Nancy. They were that was his stepmom. Yeah. his kids tried to go to the funeral, and they were hounded by the paparazzi and just had to get on the plane. Like they couldn't Fuck. go to their stepmom's funeral. Fuck, really fucking sad, isn't it? All
1: right, well, I want to talk about the best thing the Red Warriors ever did this thing
0: did you find the promo no what is this what is this what is this what is this what this is their music video no it isn't when is this record this is so embarrassing i want to know the name of the guy involved in wrestling that thought let's get these wrestlers singing because this in the wrestle rock rumble are worse than watching y- your yourself as a child Everybody get chased by a creepy uncle. Oh no They're not letting the people hear the song. Everybody knows what the Oh no. James Dean were alive, I know he'd be there. oh you just saw the shot where hawk got up from the pile driver god that was amazing all right let's fucking end this before i fucking have a stroke i hate this song so much i'm john hastings i'm dylan gott thank you so much play it out dylan are coming don't get caught in the streets have they implied they're gonna murder actual people they do that a lot yes all right fucking turn this off good god thank you very much for listening everybody enjoy the outro One more chorus There is no chorus, this is spoken word. This is, why don't we just put on uh, the spoken word poem, I won't pay for God's sake. What another stellar episode we've done, right Dylan? Yes, no meandering whatsoever. Yeah, very much on point. Now, let's get back to the important business at hand. You want to read about us, you can go to our website, which is?
1: Angelfire.therestlerreview.com. Real. That's a real thing. (laughs) Go sign our guest book. We have a weather page. You can see what the weather's like
0: (laughs) in one city. Which city? London. (laughs) Good. And then you can follow us on Twitter at TheJohnHastings. At TheJohnHastings. Dylan Gott, D Y L
1: A N G O, double up that T. And we're going to create one for the show called The Wrestler Review.
0: We already have. I for- always forget that we have that Twitter account already. Follow the show on Twitter, at The Wrestler Review.
1: We'll retweet the thing, so just follow us. And it's all nebulous. Anyway, I love all of you. I love you. As people and as lovers, we are all one. We are Ouroboros. We are a human centipede.
0: This stings too long.